next to you. It like lights oh, yeah. up. Yeah, it's bright. Marianne like Marianne wants it to look <clears throat> I don't know, I had it so it looked kind of bright in the pictures, and she's like, Can you make it darker? <laughs> and she liked it better when it was darker. It's like this okay. I don't think that's how we're on. I love the saturation in this uh on the camera. It makes it look like we're both like struggling on diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> it's like so, we're so red. Check it and check it <laughs> off. And I just wish that uh, I could get it so that the the brightness doesn't auto adjust every time that it pans from one of us to the other. I guess I've never. I'm sure there's that. probably a yeah. setting to do that, but I'm not going to do it right now. We're live. Do you see the wing locks happening again? Yeah, that's. Didn't it? Just, it's next weekend, right? Yeah, I think so. I think it's next weekend. Yeah. Pen Yan Wing Walk. Pen. Let's see how good of a job <laughs> they've done at promoting it. Oh, look at that. It's the very first search result. Now, well, who's the organization that does that? It's like its own organization, right? Pen uh, Yan Wing Walk? Yes, but I think the Downtown Business Council has kind of taken it on. Taken it on. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah. it wasn't originally. But now it is March fourth. <clears throat> oh, it's March fourth. Whoa, we got a while. I was like, I was like, I thought it was the fourth. I think we just missed it. Have but you ever it's, been? It's March fourth. I, you know what? They schedule it for a time when I'm always going to be working, like a Saturday afternoon in March. I got a game, right? Like I'm, yeah. I'm just not going to be there. <clears throat> it is so. nice that they do it in March, though, because. You know, you know how all the businesses struggle in the winter. So it's nice yeah. to have like that early, late winter, early spring event. And it's like it's after football's done. Yeah, you don't have to worry about playoffs or Super Bowl or anything. I thought yeah. they used to do it. Maybe I'm wrong, but I thought they used to do it the week before the Super Bowl during whatever, like the Pro Bowl. or Is the Pro Bowl before or after the Super Bowl? You know, I think it's after. I don't know. I it's don't in know. Hawaii. Anyway, so, you know, right. so it doesn't yeah, nobody, matter. When nobody they cares. Do it. Yeah, <laughs> no one even tries. It's the one wing of the walk, worst things ever. The wing walk is twenty five dollars, and it's sold out. It's sold out. So, sorry, folks. I don't know who it was, but I'm sure they would have been okay to walk in. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Uh, Oh, eight restaurants, huh? Wow. They got eight restaurants. They've got the baked and loaded new. Mustang Pub. That's a new one. Parker's, Silverbird, Tavern, Cuca Restaurant, Liberty Restaurant, and True Roots. So Laurentide and Baked and Loaded are the uh, newcomers to the event. Yeah, and I believe, I believe the Liberty is the reigning champion. Yeah. Haven't they won like two years in a row? Did they? I thought they didn't. No, I didn't think they were open you know two years won? ago. Which is it was hilarious. Timmy G's. Timmy G's, which is now where True Roots is. Yeah, it'd be fun That's to right. bring that trophy home. But we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I think they make great wings. A lot of good wings out there. What's this? Five registration locations. You can register. Oh, this is interesting. Yeah. You can write all these places except for Silverbird. That you can register at are not places that you can that are part of the walk. which is which is a good idea to kind of like open it up because I imagine yeah. at this point it's so big yeah for anyone that wants to register it looks like you can 18th Amendment Hoban Spirits no no there is no more it's full it's sold out oh 
it sold out like I, I heard they sold out like 500 tickets so in, when you go up and it's like one day there are five for for the walk to to pick up your tickets i think to get your tickets yeah, yeah but i think it's you... just oh. i think they just left it the description there but it sold out oh oh wow okay so maybe so, there's nowhere to get tickets and, and i gone. heard i heard they sold out like in one day <laughs> with like 500 tickets or something really? something crazy yeah do you know what happens with the i don't know much about the event do you know do the businesses get some of the money for the tickets sold i believe they must i mean you that can't recomp there no i don't think that it's done prices. that way i think what happens is that maybe the the event buys them cases of chicken wings oh maybe that'd be a good good idea yeah i'm not 100 percent sure but i think that there is some like they at least help with the chicken wing cost that's a good idea and then i think that there's still some cost borne by the business but they're also getting people that are going to come in and buy drinks. They're getting people. I think that's part of why. A little bit. I, I'm sure. Not like a lot. You're but... not going to make a lot of extra money on top of it. Now, if you win best chicken wings, you can guarantee next weekend. Right. Everyone's coming people to buy chicken come. wings. Yeah. Yeah, so. But I don't know. I think it depends on the place. Yeah. You know, if you're going to. Like, I'd get a beer at the Lawrence. I'd get a beer at any of these places. Yeah. Yeah. There's not one place. There. I'm not going to get a beer at each of them. But I'm gonna get a beer. What a what a rookie! I'm gonna have like two or three beers throughout the course of this. Anyone that wants to get a beer at each of them with your chicken wing, I respect you. If if you drink eight beers by the end of this event, that keep lasts it light. Four hours. Keep it light. Yeah. Drink some Miller Lights. No shots. All right. <laughs> no hard liquor. No. Besides, at the Laurentide, you're stuck with stuck with craft beer, so you're gonna. A little bit. Well, actually, the they've pen, got a couple that the are on Penyon the lighter light side. Is pretty light. It's like four percent. So yeah, it's not too bad. That's not yeah. bad. That's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. I drank a couple of those. I went there for lunch the other day. So good. I heard that the they so they good. just had the chili cook off. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. I and he, the winner was my guy Johnny Rivers. Really? Yep. Wow. So but I think they did it on like. It was this weekend when it was so cold. Have I, you, I didn't go. Have you heard so some cold. of the stories about Johnny Rivers? Like the things people tell me, like if you don't have money, he's like, oh, don't worry about it. Like you can just like, here, here's a hot dog on me. And like, he's always helping everyone. I'm like, I've only met the guy once. I didn't know, but he's like famous. Yeah. Everyone knows him. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know him that well from Dundee, but everyone's always telling me stories about like how like kind he is and just, like gives people stuff and like he's just a good dude i had no clue so yeah he's a great dude he's uh a navy vet yeah and i see him i i don't know what his involvement is but i think he's involved somehow with the fire department i i heard a lot of stuff he gives away to charity you know like he's a pretty cool guy i had no clue until Absolutely. i got into the legislature and a couple people brought up like i think it was maybe the head of the veterans was talking about like the stuff that he does and it's like wow nice. you'd never know because he's not he's not a very uh i don't i don't he's not gonna talk about what he does he's one of those guys keeps it yeah it's quiet not, yeah so that's pretty cool yeah yeah <sighs> speaking of keeping things quiet i don't want to keep quiet and can't keep quiet that uh this group that i've been involved with like I, i'm not claiming to have done a ton uh to help further them but um i've been involved with and i've done what i can when i can 
the the wheelchair uh vans from liberty memes fans and <laughs> still the, going strong this it's has been years. still going strong it's yeah. been uh started december 21 i oh, want to say it hasn't been as long as like I it started yeah. really strong in 20 december 21 and uh just <laughs> bought our 15th wheelchair van and for anybody who doesn't know that's a huge accomplishment because um for a variety of reasons one is they're not cheap i mean your minimum what even to like buy a van and you're talking twenty thousand at minimum to buy even an old van and try to make it handicap accessible i think i was reading a post about it where they're like twenty thousand dollars like the minimum to even get in the door it's not like you can buy a $2,500 $2,500 beat up van right. and change it for like five or eight. I think it was like 20 K is like, you got to be at least there. If And that's if you just get lucky. <clears throat> yeah. Like, like if you get one for 20 or less, it's you, it's just pure luck. Yeah. It, you're looking at closer to 50 to 60 or more to get a legit, like a nice van. So some of them have been deals where we've been able to, <clears throat> to do some things for a little bit less and get people into vans for 12 or 13,000 um really well just because like the right thing popped up at the right time um some of them have been modifications to vans that they already had so like uh to be able to get a lift because they can't pick up their kid anymore so now they can use the lift to get their kid into the van um but a couple cool updates yes the 15th van uh was is on its way so that's amazing met that goal and the the group finally got together and did what i've been trying to say they should do since not long after it started and they've filed to be a official nonprofit charity well so what that enables them to do is be tax deductible for the donations uh have a little bit more credibility to to collect the donations and then rather than all of the donations having to go direct to the cause they can be funneled through the organization and they're not taking salaries out of it. It's all volunteer, but it makes it so that they can build up for the next cause that maybe they don't know what it is yet. That's so, what I was going to say. The problem with the nonprofit is, is now this is where it's all fun and games, right? Like everyone's working together, but now there's got to be ahead of it, right? Oh yeah. Somebody's got to, well, there was always a head file of the paperwork of all the money and somebody's got to like claim, you know, what's going yeah. on. And now all of a sudden it turns into a business and you're like, Damn, right. You have to have a board of directors. The cause kind of, but there, the thing is what, yeah. what you might not know if you haven't been like deeply involved with it is since the, since the outset, there's been one guy who's literally doing this full time. Yeah. And I've like, seen the one guy post. What's mm-hmm. his name again? Uh, David gay. Okay. He goes by Dadman. Okay. Dadman. But he uh, he's been doing it full time, vetting causes and just pumping up causes and getting these people stuff. And I I mean, the amount of time that he puts into it is in, is amazing. Yeah. So it's uh, just every time you, you're on a good cause, it's always some sort of organ, some sort of government overreach that makes it so you have to. Oh, now we have to be some special con- conglomerate to make sure that we're not being bad you know it's like yeah it kind of sucks but hey i'm good with you know the thing it it, like i said it helps with credibility so maybe we can get a little bit broader reach um i'm considering actually uh 
maybe creating a competing nonprofit that would do the same thing to buy to buy wheelchair vans for people, but um, wheelchair vans from Democrat meme fans and see if us Democrats can out fundraise the libertarians make it a competition there you go yeah could be interesting yeah it <laughs> <clears throat> would definitely be fun it'd be interesting to see if if people take that seriously or not yeah well but i think the big thing most people is they feel like uh, the government's taking care of these issues for people yeah yeah and yeah most people think that it's not always the case now in some cases there is there's help but there's a lot of people we leave standing with nothing. So wheelchair vans are one of the hardest ones because it's a it's a large expense. And most of the people that we've been involved with, like if you've got the money, then you're you're not coming to us. Right. But if you don't have the money, you're probably there's a good chance that you're part of the system. And the system as people in the system <clears throat> and people who are the system typically admit sucks and the reason is things like the fact that um you know if you're part of the system you can't earn too much money because then you'll lose your benefits right so you can't earn money to buy a van or else you'll you lose your benefits they won't buy you a van because that's just not part of what they do and like you can't even try to save some of your benefits to be able to build up enough money to have that. So really there aren't a lot of avenues for people who need this to be able to have their freedom and mobility uh, to get it. Yeah. So Good anyway, cause. just That's exciting fair. stuff that, that there's one more van on the road. <clears throat> 15. What's the goal? 50. Did they like put a goal? The goal is um, everybody that needs one. Yeah. Yeah. 15 is not even a drop in the bucket. Nope. I'm sure. No, I don't there, even know. What I the think there's, are, but I'm sure it's not even a drop. I think there's at least 60 waiting in line. Really? Yeah. The <laughs> most recent one, um, the guy's been 29 years without a vehicle. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. You imagine like going 29 years without and then all of a sudden you can have a van like they're trying to figure out um what to get them like they've got the money now but they're trying to figure out you know do we get what type of van do we get do we get a motorcycle with a sidecar do we you know because that's the cheapest option street legal wheelchair stick an engine on that sucker well have you seen these where they i've seen some of the the motorcycle where you can like have a wheelchair for the sidecar and you can drive it from the sidecar yeah those are kind of cool vans like do you do you have access in the back do you have access from the side um for everybody who uh thinks that it's okay to park in that little spot that has the hash marks on it next to the wheelchair accessible parking space uh, just so you know, that makes the wheelchair accessible parking space totally useless for most people, because if they have access from the side, you've now blocked it. So they no longer can get out of their van. They um, need at least four feet. At least. Yeah. Yeah. So New York state codes more than that. So anyway, it's, it's something that 
um, I'm going to keep talking about from time to time. And I hope that maybe some folks will join in on the cause. And if you, you know, the thing is people think, oh, well, I, you know, I can't buy a wheelchair van. Well, most of these donations are five bucks, 10 bucks, um, $69, (laughs) $420. (laughs) How much money have we given to Ukraine for their defenses? More know? more than enough to buy everybody that needs a van a van. I was wondering. I yeah. just didn't know if yeah. we could, if we had the money laying around that we could maybe help people out. Well, that money is only allowed to be used for bombs. Oh, so, right. Um, <laughs> I <just> forgot. <laughs> <In Okay. case. laughs> I forgot. It just says bomb on the hundreds. It just, people always bring up like, oh, don't you want, like, if you call 911, <laughs> don't you want an ambulance to come? And it's like, yeah, yes, I do. I do. do. Why do you always pick out the thing I do want the government to keep on doing? When there's like, can we can we take the money away from the bombs instead of the ambulances? Like, let's yes, I do want the money to go to the ambulance. I will I'll voluntarily donate to the ambulance. I will do that. I wouldn't voluntarily send bombs. No, I mean, I get so there is something to be said about having a strong military and a show of force to make sure that you don't look weak and people don't try to invade you. Sure. But I want to have strong defense. I don't want to have the, strong. When you're sending all this, because I remember it was like, hey, we're just giving Ukraine enough to defend themselves. Okay. Yeah, sure. Like, we want to have people, let them have a fighting chance. Then all of a sudden it got real offensive. And it's like, uh, and you start thinking about, wait, how many people are hungry? How many people need wheelchair vans? How many people are struggling? And it's like, eh, or. We can just send a shit ton of bombs over to Ukraine. Yeah, but if, <laughs> like, but if I suggest, but if I suggest keeping that hundred dollars in your pocket <laughs> or giving it directly to the cause that you care about, people are like, "Oh well, you just want people to starve." Really? Oh yeah. Huh? Yeah. Anytime that you suggest cutting taxes, people are like, "Oh, what? You don't want roads? Do you just want you just want to be a third world nation?" It's like, no, I want to be able to choose where my money goes and I wouldn't send it for bombs. Oh, a quick education from someone who's new to politics. Uh, Your tax money is not being used for your roads. (laughs) It's being used for a $27.3 million highway facility in Yates County, which has a declining population. That's what your money's being used on when the majority of the towns already upkeep their own roads and out of 14 legislators, one votes no to your $27.3 million in tax money. So, and I saw, uh, just so everyone knows what's really going on with their money. When I suggest to share sales tax or put it against our tax levy to help people, I'm the bad guy. So I'm, that's how it works. (laughs) I mean, it, I don't I don't get it. So. And then I think I saw in the budget that like 2.2 million goes to actually maintaining the roads. You know, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know, know if you know that off the top of your head, head, but that's no. what I saw. It might it might not be accurate, but no. um, that's what I saw when I was looking at it like a month or two ago yeah. was about 2.2 million toward the actual maintenance of the roads. Yeah. Which it just puts that in perspective that we need a building that is 10 times more than 10 times the cost 12 times the cost of um what we're actually spending on the roads themselves yeah and i'll put a little disclaimer in case certain people are listening and 
saying I'm putting out false information. There is a public health facility in there, and there is an, an area for emergency services for mm-hmm. a 911 uh, as well. But both of those, of course, are smaller, right? Individual little pieces. And there is a portion of 27.3, 4.8, that is uh, like not taxpayer money. Right. So really the well it's not it's not county taxpayer right money. it's really 20 right it's still it's still taxpayer it's still money. Ta- right yes. let's be serious but it's, it's just not to the county it's so. coming from a larger pool 20 let's say 22 million is the burden from our and the the big thing is is a lot of that comes from the overabundance of sales tax that mm-hmm. we take in but it doesn't mean that it has to go toward a building it can go toward anything in the county we yeah. can put it you know we put some of it up for the new facility. Uh, I don't know how you feel about that. I haven't, heard, I haven't talked to you about the community center, but I think it should be nice. I got put on the board. That's pretty good. It's a lot of you're on the board. Yeah, okay. it's a lot of people that like really like care about oh, yeah. like the sports around Penyan and everything. I think it'll be interesting. And yeah. Uh, yeah, and then we have this building. I don't know, Phil. So, anyways, back to the whole uh, money and where it goes and. When you start thinking about like, oh, you know, where should the money go? And that's why sharing sales tax to these townships Mm -hmm. who really are like, let's be serious. The county owns 14. Yeah. And Old Bath Road and a couple of the like that. I just know my area well. Mm -hmm. Chubb Hollow roads like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, The rest are all either state roads, 54, 14, Mm -hmm. you know, route down there. And yeah, so most of your anyone that's complaining about roads, they're usually complaining about roads in their townships. Right. It's not these main, our main highways. Our county crew does an amazing job. Yeah. Our county roads are spectacular. It's probably some of the best there is out of the building they have. Right. Already. And you guys are doing too good of a job. I haven't Uh, been out there to see it. Or at least I haven't, like, I just don't know what exactly. It's in disrepair. It it needs. Like, I understand that there's probably, probably does need something when i first came i just on, don't know exactly what it is the number i heard was like 12 million i was yeah. like yeah that's a lot of money a lot. but i was like but with how sales tax coming and everything you could kind of get where you want to go and then it just kept going up and, up and up and up and up and you're like holy shit that's a lot of money uh you could probably build rebuild what's there now without all the other facilities for pretty cheap i i think you know i yeah. don't know it you start it just the whole government spending thing's been killing me lately. The more you look at where your money goes and what it goes to, and you're like, I think you brought up to me one time about selective, like putting your tax money where you want. I right. think you brought that yeah. up to me before. Like a voluntary tax. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Like, I like there should be a portion of your tax where you're like, hey, I'd like to do roads or I'd like to do this. I'd like to buy bombs. Mm-hmm. You know? I'd like to put my name on one. Yeah. You know, like sponsor a bomb. <laughs> Jesse's bomb. Like, you know, I mean, I don't know. Whatever. The thing. So, so, yeah. So this is exactly a perfect example of. <laughs> so that's that averages out to about a thousand dollars per resident, including the children. Right. Twenty twenty seven million for twenty five thousand people. That's yeah. about a thousand dollars per person. Yeah. It's like twenty four thousand. Yeah. You, if you round up about twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. About a thousand dollars per person. So like yeah. give or take. I think yeah. it's a little bit over that now. Yeah. So but anyway, if you said, okay, Phil, <laughs> you're gonna have to pay a thousand dollars taxes. What do you want it to go to? 
I don't think I'd say, or, or say you're going to have $2,000 worth of taxes. I don't think I would take a thousand of it and put it toward that building. I, most people aren't going to no, put it toward that building. I don't think so. Now, if you want to ask everyone, hey, everyone willing to chip in a hundred bucks toward a, a new highway facility? Yeah. You might get some, yeah. some like, people to it, bite. Right. Yeah, Do know? we need it? Yeah. Like, yeah, we need can it. we, can, yeah. I mean, and you look at things like. And this is, again, just real quick, Phil, this isn't a shot at the, the people for our county because honestly our county roads are they're pristine Mm -hmm. like they're these are up they keep them well so i mean uh, but something that most people don't know is like barrington and starkey Mm -hmm. they plow the county roads and mow the county roads the county doesn't gotcha so any of the plowing you see like when you're in those areas the towns take care of interesting and the county just does the paving and upkeep and maintenance on Mm -hmm. the roads so but like I think Benton and Tory, Italy, all, you know, what, as far Semagorum is all county. It so. makes you wonder if you could, like, I don't know what the need is. I, I honestly don't know what the need is, but it makes you wonder about other possible solutions. Like, could you pay? Could you take that money and pay it toward the towns and have an agreement that, like, that's gonna that they're gonna cover plowing those roads. So, I mean, they already pay Barrington and Starkey to do their roads there. Yeah. They could do the other. But I think there's something to be said about universally taking care of their own roads as uh-huh. a county. Yeah. But the main thing I look at is, you know, you start looking. The facility, it doesn't look like it's being overdone. Mm-hmm. But you can cut. You know, you can always. I would just repair it you know, at this point and repair it well, put on a brand new roof, remetal everything and build a new, a smaller building for public health and emergency services to share. Right. right. So, yeah. I don't know how much space they actually need. I think emergency, those... emergency service, actually there's more to that than I thought. So like anytime there's like a, so it's like there's a staging area there for like mm-hmm. any bad thing going on in the County. So it's going to be, you know, it's pretty cool. There's, Lots of things they're going to add to it, training facilities and stuff like that. And That's good. Public health. You know, there's stuff to it. But at the end of the day, you start like looking at the money and you're like, $27 million. I mean, that's a, that's a lot of money, Phil. Um, question for you. And you can just say that we can't talk about it right now if, if that's what you uh, think. But I, I heard I, I've been a little bit out of the loop lately. Uh-huh. And I, I heard some conversation about the ambulance service. Okay. Is that uh, something that you know anything about? Honestly, just like I, we're trying to get more ambulances. Okay. There was like a meeting about like trying to, because the big thing is, is I think we're, the problem is, is finding drivers. Yes. There's like not many yeah. people that want to drive. Right. And because it's, I think most of it's volunteer. Yeah. I think there's one that's paid. It might be the 55 medic that you see. Right. Medic 55. Yeah. Yeah. Running around. But the rest are, I mean, these it's people volunteer. just volunteer their time to freaking save lives. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I we heard... could use a better entire, even, I mean, soldiers and sailors is just, they're bad right now. Yeah. And anyone who listens to our public meetings and our minutes, they'll hear like this gets scrutinized by the public of Mm -hmm. how bad of a job soldiers and sailors is doing for our community. It's just not good. So I think that I, I would, um, I'm not gonna, 
I, I can't say whether they do an overall bad job. I know that there's been that stigma for at least 20 years <laughs> that you didn't want to go to <laughs> soldiers and sailors if you could avoid it. Um, I'd say it's that been, said, been really bad last five. What I'll say about the last five is during that time, there have been a couple of what I would consider improvements um, as far as what care is available there. Not necessarily for emergencies, but as far as like uh, there's some great physical therapists that work out of there, um, some great doctors that work out of there for like primary care visits on, on the second floor there. So there are some good things happening there. I don't know about all in general. I know that if I broke my leg, I, that would be uh, I would <laughs> try not to have that be my destination. Go I'd probably go to maybe Canadagua or geneva but one of the uh one of the rochester hospitals yeah so i think that's a problem i've noticed lately is when you scrutinize a business everyone always thinks you're scrutinizing the employees and the yeah. people that work there that no one is ever doing that unless they're personally saying the server at so-and-so sucked right. or the doctor at so-and-so sucks no we're saying the management team is horrible whoever is in charge of running that business is not doing a good job gotcha i think that's where the complaint is you know it's like i don't believe the people at finger lakes health for soldiers and sailors have the community's interest like i don't think they care mm -hmm. you know it turns into it's like everything else phil you know it's just like if this turned into a business it, it starts becoming oh yeah. How do I save here and where right. do I get money here? And that's part of how why do I get yeah. my money. Right. <laughs> you know, that's, that's part like, of why we haven't done it. Right. You know, at first thing you turn something into a, a big business and all of a sudden it starts again. That's what I was talking about with the wheelchair vans is like, thank God it's nonprofit. So you don't have to worry about that. But mm -hmm. if that turned into a LLC, all of a sudden it's like, right. So you're paying for everyone's lifestyle. Now it's no longer what it was. And, I mean, you can yeah. uh, nonprofits can pay people. They do. I mean, Catholic uh, Charities do. definitely does. I'm I mean, so. I'm employed by a nonprofit. Oh, I, didn't I volunteer that. for Friends of the Outlet, but Cuca College is a nonprofit. Really? Shattuck Saint. I've worked for nonprofits. Almost every place I've ever worked for has been a nonprofit. Cuca right. College, Shattuck Saint Mary's. I worked for the Western New York Rural Area Health Education Center. Whoa. Uh, that's a mouthful. That's a big one. We call it a hack <laughs> at the end <laughs> when I, when I was like, I got to get out of here. I, I upgraded it from a hack to a hell, uh, <laughs> no offense. And, uh, hopefully <laughs> we're past that now, but, <laughs> um, yeah, I've been involved with nonprofits for, since I was a kid. And, uh, yeah, a lot of the businesses that you see, are that you think are like big money, whatever, are nonprofits. Oh, well, there's somebody getting a lot of money out of some of those nonprofits, that's for sure. Oh yeah. 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 Well look at <laughs> somebody's I mean, taking a lot of money. Not to so let's not target any any local ones just because, you know, who knows what's going on with any of them and we don't want to talk about. But like some of these national charities even that are nonprofits and you look at the CEO is making you know, a million dollars or more. It's like, come on. Like a lot of money. It's a lot of money. I mean, we we've had nonprofits just in the last couple of years completely fall out because money was not only 
like they were getting paid, but they were taking money. And right. it's like, yeah, yeah, that's ugly. You know, yeah. if you're going to put on your books that you're taking your million dollars, it's like, OK, you know, at least people can look it up and see you're taking a million. But when all of a sudden charity money's missing, mm-hmm. you're like. Come on, yep. yeah, let's do better. So, yep. yeah, no money. That's a, uh, you know, I, I was thinking, you know, how against virtual currency I've been. Uh, I'm starting to think it's the only currency that the people can fight back with. Like, it's a currency that the government can't control. Right. And that's where I kind of start. I'm starting to see where you were coming, where it's like, you know, no government owns this money. And yeah. it's like, yeah, which is scary. They can't just which is one. scary at the same time, you yeah. know, but it, as well. If you ever wanted to have your own currency and put value to it and not have the government put their hands into it, it's the only way. But the, they still they still tax you on any income oh yeah. made oh from yeah. it. Yep, so yep. the only thing I would say to counter your point, and I I agree like in spirit with everything you said, except um the one thing that the government can do, the leverage that they have over Bitcoin is do you know who is the largest owner of Bitcoin? The FBI. Nice. <laughs> of course. Do you know why? <laughs> I, I, I'm sure they have great reasons. So, Civil asset forfeiture. They're just seizing it. Oh, that's and right. And seizing it and seizing they it. They can just take people's it. hard drives. They can just take it. Yeah. Wow. So that's crazy. if they wanted to have an impact on the cost, they're the biggest whale there is. If they want to say, oh, well, you know what? We want that to be worth $80,000 now. Well, then they just don't sell their stuff. If they want to drive it down to $5,000, they just unload a bunch. Like they can manipulate it. Yeah. I just, it's too scary. It's too volatile to be a safe stock for anyone to put money into, but it is pretty interesting. So it's crazy when you look one day, it's 15 million or 15,000 for one and then it's 23 and yeah. then it's 15 and you're like <laughs> if it was a little bit more That's a stable, scary wave <laughs> yeah if it was a little bit more stable it would be it would yeah. be right where it's at the thing is the dollar is just people that think bitcoin's bad or cryptocurrency is bad man the dollar is just the worst you know because what are they doing right now Print, yeah. printing money and just the amount of money they've printed in the past three years is is outrageous. I think we brought something up about inflation when everyone was first getting these checks. I'm pretty sure <laughs> if you go back to what we were saying, we're not the only people. I'm not trying to say like we're geniuses, right, but no. you know, everyone knows extra money. Yeah, it just it drives demand, creates inflation, yeah. and you know that's where we're. I think the last time I looked, we were at seven percent. I don't know where we're at now. You think it's down to seven? Yeah, it, mm. because it it did pop to nine for a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's to seven. Yeah, and you can see it in everything: interest yep. rates, eggs, uh, eggs. <laughs> chicken wings for a while. I mean, you were paying. Remember, you were paying what, like eighteen dollars for a dozen wings at one it's point? It's insane. It yeah. was crazy. Yep. I, and the funny thing, they and ne- they're never going. They back never drop. No, right? they're never going back down. <laughs> it Gas doesn't matter. Never if chicken going wings back down. are nothing it's yep. like no 18 dollars of chicken wing. that's what you pay you that's... think eggs are ever going to be 89 cents again it's just eggs are so easy for you for yourself i just you mean to have chickens to yeah to have chickens and produce eggs it's a pretty easy thing to do almost any most people in dundee and barrington i would say have at one point 
had chickens. Hmm. I mean, there's even people in the village of Dundee with chickens that yeah. have had them before this. Are they legal there? I don't know. You know, I, no one ever turns them in. So I That's don't know. Right. Yeah, it's like, but, but they could look, I mean, it was, everyone's had chickens. They're pretty easy to produce eggs. The toughest part is keeping the foxes and raccoons out uh-huh. and keep it in the winter. What are you going to do? Keep them warm. You know, other than that, free roam chickens. Let them go. Not burn down the chicken coop. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely seen that happen before. It's a, a chickens are pretty easy. I'm, I'm not very concerned about the egg shortage. I was talking to one of the Mennonites when I was, but I can't have, I can't have chickens. No, but you can go to your local Mennonites and get them cheap. Yes. Because I was talking to them and I was like, do you know there's an egg shortage? He's like, not here. And he like gave me like two dozen <laughs> eggs. He just said so much. I was like, thanks. And like walked That's away. That's great. It, seriously, if you're looking, look for your local Mennonites. Your I want to find. People that, they have so many eggs. I've got a place up uh, about, it's like a 20 minute drive where I can get duck eggs. I just, I want to find some place closer where I can get duck eggs. Because I love duck eggs. <sighs> They're so. What's the word? delicious there's something about the uh yolk they're creamy it's very yeah. rich i think they're too creamy you, you think they're too creamy they're like viscous <laughs> I, I, <laughs> just like they're too much okay for all they're right well i think they're the best thing they're you, so good they are pretty good uh you ever had an ostrich egg yeah that's pretty good yeah it's, a, it's actually a lot like the duck egg i had my it's first pretty rich. turkey egg last year what yeah. what's that like um it's kind of similar to a duck egg a little bit lighter flavor than a duck egg like a chicken about the same size the one crazy thing about turkey eggs is that when you when you try to crack them like the shell cracks but the membrane is so tough that you have to cut it like yeah shit yeah it doesn't want to just like you break your egg doesn't want to come out of the egg you have to like you have to cut it did you break your yolk no no you sure yeah, I don't know. No, I remember. See. I remember, dude. I reversed seared a steak the other night. It was so perfect. It's uh, it made me think of you. In, I got in the most one. non-sexual way. I was just <laughs> thinking about you. How can you think non-sexually <laughs> when you're eating a dude, reverse sear steak? It was so. So every time I get porterhouse steaks, I used to quick sear in the oven, which to me is it's still really good. It's still good. Yeah. The the thing with the reverse sear, I noticed though, is your red to brown definitely lessens. Yep. I still think the steak's pretty similar, but if you're looking for your like perfect red to brown, yep. like reverse sear, you, I don't think you you can't beat there's it. There's only way you can beat it is to sous vide a steak. Yeah. And who the hell's putting steak in a bag to boil it and then sear it? Right. Because that's just well, a pain. Sous vide is like sous vide is basically the same thing as reverse sear, except it's wet instead of dry. Yeah, but you can put butter in the bag which is amazing. Yeah. And it's just like, but I can put butter on my steak. Yeah. But it's not the same as bathing your steak in butter <laughs> in a bag and then taking it out and searing it. There's just something it can't be touched. So I was yeah. at, I got a, a whole beef tenderloin from Aldi for like 70 bucks. No, you didn't. Yeah. How much did it weigh? It was, it was like, I want to say it was seven or eight bucks a pound. What? Yeah. Holy shit. It was like, it was a legit, Damn. beef tenderloin and it was pretty good i think the last one was for being choice 40 dollars yeah like well that's what i'm saying and man i made some of the best day i had i had tenderloin for i'd like filet mignon for like two meals a day <laughs> and for for a week like i was eating it and uh i was i was gonna try to make chateaubriand but i 
I didn't have everything that I needed. It's funny. Every time we get filet, it's the one steak that I look at my dog and I'm like, <laughs> nope. No. Sorry, bro. <laughs> like, you know, usually on a strip or a ribeye, there's enough fat you yeah, can share. There's a a filet, you're like, hmm, no, sorry, no, sorry, sorry, bud. So here's a bone. <laughs> like, go, go run off. But when you Pup. get when you get the whole tenderloin, there is a little bit of trimming to do. Yeah, so those trimmings are still pretty good. They are. <laughs> like, they are. No, when my so like my dad, he always he never buys fillets because he grew up a dairy farmer, so uh -huh. he knows how to like. So he always buys whole like yeah. fillets. Anything yeah. any steak that you can cut with a knife, you know, it's kind of hard to buy whole porterhouses because no one has a bandsaw that's going right. to cut them right. Yeah. But like fillets or any meat like that, you should probably just buy whole and freeze them. Because yeah. believe me, most of the times the steak you are buying have been frozen. I For sure. Most people think like, oh, this is fresh. fresh. I'm like, no, dude, that steak has been frozen. Trust yep. me. Yep. Like you're not getting, and fresh meat has a way different flavor. Uh -huh. And most people who've never killed a deer and like cooked it, you'll never know like what fresh meat's really like. It's It's weird. It's like it's a different flavor, man. It's nothing like yeah. It's still warm. You like put it on the pan, you're like it feels like you feel wild. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's something about like just cutting it out and eating it, and you're like, geez, yeah. Sound like Joe Rogan. <sighs> Talking about his elk steak. Beef. You know what I get uh is I'll get the uh I'll get a whole rib roast, bone in rib roast, mm -hmm. and then I'll cut the bone off. Okay. In one piece. And then I'll slice it into steaks. And then I'll put that, I'll either grill it or put it in the convection oven. And those are some banging ribs. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Because I don't have a bandsaw either. So I can't do just bone and ribeyes with it. So how do you, how much meat on them? On the bone? A good amount. Really? Yeah. You ever try? There's the, a good amount in between the bones. You ever cut them up? cut them up and get the bone marrow of those i bet you that's good bone marrow oh i don't know you should do it i don't know i don't think there's that much bone marrow in flat bones oh they're not round those are f that's a flat bone yeah no yeah yeah dang look at mary marion's like are you guys talking about cutting up animals <laughs> are you in mexico avocado from mexico avocado <laughs> <laughs> love that commercial Hey, Marianne, it looks so nice on the beach wherever you are, buddy. Yeah, well, I uh, hope you're having fun being nice. warm while we're like 25 degrees below zero for the wind chill. I, it was nine degrees below zero, just straight up temperature, not even wind chill when I was on my way to work yesterday. Yeah, Marion, you're lucky. China's got pictures of me in my underwear outside. <laughs> so I didn't think I was going to make it. I didn't think my, <laughs> I didn't think my truck was going to start. Mexico was safe. We were, uh, Phil and I were out here surviving the great balloon from China. You so. know, there was a balloon that went down through Latin America too. Really? Yeah. Is, you know, this is me trying to be on China side. Like, what if that is just a weather balloon? Like, what if it was? Well, so they should. <laughs> and they're so, like, why are you shooting down our weather balloon, bro? Like, so here's out. the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> there were a lot of things that went wrong with that. But they let this thing fly over the entire country, and then they shot it down. Which, yeah, because they didn't want it to like land on where there were people. Yeah. But do you think that they were able to recover it? 
No. Well, I'm sure they did, but we'll never know. But people seen it get shot down. There's videos. I'm pretty sure. I just want to know if they actually went and got it and if they figured out if it <laughs> Chinese was. Chinese balloons sold direct. <laughs> what is going on? What, you can buy those balloons? What Do you see that? that? Sold direct. <laughs> it's like you can buy one of those directly. You can buy it. Imagine all the people floating up Chinese oh balloons. God. Jeez. How did they know it was Chinese? A Chinese. You know what I mean? I told you. <laughs> it just said, it said not Chinese balloon on it. That's how they knew. Uh, I don't know. They, uh, they got threatened by China. They admitted it was their balloon. Yeah, that's And they crazy. came out and said, like, hey, yeah, that was ours. But if you're going to spy on a country, do you really think a balloon's the way you're going? You know, they have satellites that can look at whatever the hell they want to look at. I just true. don't know that's what true. a balloon gives you as an they advantage. Went all the way moves to recover debris. It just it went all the way across the country and they didn't even touch it. That's the thing. <laughs> Some pilot for JetBlue's like, hey, look, it's a UFO. Oh, no, wait, <laughs> it's a balloon. What it's, is going it's on? It's a lot cheaper than a satellite. Yeah, but you they just think about they already have satellites, though. And like we know, everyone knows that everyone has satellites that can spy on each other at this point. So, like, what what are they doing with a balloon? Spy blimp. <laughs> I told them to shoot it down. Biden told reporters. <laughs> I told them to shoot it down. Shoot it down. Of course, you told them, Jack. Just like no, Biden. You can protect your home with a shotgun. All right, Biden. Don't best, forget it. Best thing to defend best your home is a double barrel shotgun. You get your double barrel and. Hope your two shots do the job. You just hope there's not three of them. And you hope you don't miss. Oh, God. You, you imagine him just sh shooting a double barrel shotgun from the hip and like it just freaking like Whips. takes out your windshield. And they're just sitting there like, uh, okay. all right, buddy. <laughs> That's where he tries hand to hand combat moves when he was going to beat up Putin. Remember that? Yeah, we would have been. Oh, my God. When he stared Putin down, he's like, yeah, yeah. I, I, he was like afraid of me. It's like, dude, are you joking? Can like, you imagine? <laughs> get out of here. Oh, boy. He would just get murdered immediately. <laughs> I, I, just like immediately. I love how you said that. Just like, don't do it. <laughs> just don't do it. <sighs> I just want to know. I want to know what they recover. But we're, we probably, you're right, we probably won't ever find out. <laughs> so something I haven't talked to you about is uh, everyone that has secret documents in their house. Oh, <laughs> it's my like, God. It's like Trump's got some in his like little party house and Biden's got some in his garage. And Biden's like, who doesn't have secret documents in their garage? And it's like, well, <laughs> you and Trump do. But yeah. the rest of us, I hope we don't. You were so. supposed to be saying Trump is bad. <laughs> For, before we move on to that, I just have to read. Uh, Biden compliments the aviators who shot it down. Oh, where'd it go? Down. Uh, and we'll have more to report on this a little later. I want to compliment our aviators who did it, who shot the balloon down. It's a freaking balloon. Good shot. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> we the world's top military. Cancun is safe. We're glad to hear Marianne. Cancun is safe. And Marianne also Abby. the owner of Cricket Lake Distilling is in Cancun with her. That's great. Did the NSA admit to having these balloons floating around over a decade ago? I don't know. I don't know either. I believe 
Thank you for your service, uh, Dadman, for helping with the wheelchair vans. Oh, Dave's uh, the We guy, talked right. about that at the beginning a little bit. So yeah. uh, kudos to all the work you've done with that. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know if the NSA... If they've been flying with with balloons, they, <laughs> I don't know. they can listen. Like... To, I mean, don't we have this thing in our in our pocket that they can just listen to? So let, let's say let's say you want to you're the government and you're like, OK, we see the balloon wherever it was first spotted. And we're like, oh, we want to watch it and see what it does. Sure. That's a good excuse. At the end of the day, aren't you at some point you're like, well, let's just get close enough to see what it is. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's. Let's just look. Don't at, we have jets that can just hover there? Like, can't we get close? Yeah. Like a helicopter? Anything like close enough that you can? I know you don't want to get super close, but like, I don't know. There is something to say about you don't want to shoot something down over top of the United States. And I guess people thought there could be biochemical weapons. I would just see if. Something, so. Don't they have, uh, like, couldn't they just put a hook? Don't they have like airplanes with hooks on them that they could just like hook it and then land? I mean, yeah, you know, like there just seems to be a we, lot of options we can that we didn't explore planes there. <laughs> flying in the air, right? Like, you, there's no way we can't snatch a balloon and bring it to Earth. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's no way we're just not like we'll take that. I think it was a test. The Chinese were testing us. That's what their oh, plan of attack is going to be. Sixty-four thousand feet. That's pretty high. Yeah, it's pretty high. Maybe, maybe it was too high up. I could see. What if they? What if they decide? You know what? This is our end. They didn't even detect this balloon till it got to Montana. We'll just float bombs on balloons <laughs> and then, you know, trigger it to release. The it... fact it made it over Montana and didn't get shot at is impressive. It, it is. Yeah. You know, some some guys but... in Montana were like, not on my <laughs> land. It's just starts shooting up at it. <laughs> Do you have anything that can shoot 12, 12 miles in the air? You know, I I haven't tried, but... I think I have some ideas. It's pretty high. <laughs> Bridge of Spies. Oh, I love the Cold War. I don't know if I've ever seen that. I don't think I've seen it. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite Cold... What's your favorite Cold War movie? Oh, geez. I, uh... Well, I don't know. I don't know if it counts. Because really, my favorite, like, Russian movie kind of like that, and it's not really Cold War, but every time I think of, like, a movie about russia against the u.s it's red dawn like red dawn yeah where the chinese and and russia get together is it really russia is it russia and red dawn yeah in the original red dawn i'm pretty sure yeah i thought it was like i didn't think it was russia but like true to the cold war like where everyone was i really i wouldn't i don't know if i have a favorite movie i love the learning about it in history yeah like about all the all the sneaky stuff everyone was doing to like that's where all the stuff would go into the moon is is like did yeah. we go to the moon right. or did we lie to prove to Russia that we went to the moon? You know, it was like, a weather balloon. <laughs> <laughs> that you can go down some dark, deep rabbit holes on the moon landing. So my I got I got two favorite Cold War movies before we move on. Hunt for Red October. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. one. And um What's the name of the one where it's like, is it Matthew Broderick and he's playing computer games and uh, he's like, yeah, let's play thermonuclear war. And he ends up having to like go find this computer programmer. You remember that one? I don't. Did you ever see that? It's a pretty good movie. And uh, 
Bridge of Spies. Oh, that Bridge of Spies came out in 2015. Oh, it's a new That's one. That's a new one. Okay. I, I didn't. Yeah, I'll check uh, it out. Yeah. It, War Games. It's called War Games. War Games. And uh, they end up like having the computer play tic-tac-toe against itself so it can realize that there's some times that you just can't win. Yeah. Honestly, I haven't seen many Cold War movies, to be honest. Hmm. Yeah. Um, the Hunt for Red October. Are you sure that's Cold War? Yeah. Really? You don't think it's Cold War? I don't know. It didn't show up when I looked up Cold War movies. Oh, so no. Hunt, Hunt for Red October. Yeah. And it's like Sean Connery is a Russian submarine commander. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to give the submarine to the Americans without like the Russians knowing that he's intentionally giving it to the americans in 1984 yeah what it's based around really yeah interesting war games yeah huh i i guess i need to watch more of those type of movies i'm more of a like the world like uh glorious bastards and movies like that you know like the oh yeah like world war world war ii stuff (laughs) i i was checking out this um i'm looking at some a potential trip to europe okay and one of the potential destinations is slovenia okay and i was looking at this town where well it's not even it's barely a town there's just like a cabin in the woods by this farm and you can like go hang out with cows all day okay and so i I thought that sounded awesome and i was looking at what is around there what restaurants grocery stores like attractions what lakes can i go swim in stuff like that and one of the attractions was a bunker from world war one okay and you can like go down into this bunker it's it's crazy it looks like it should be in one of those video games there's no landmines or anything if there were somebody would got blown up by now i don't know phil it's been over 100 years all right dave i want to hear about you giving little spy notes to baseball players to encourage (laughs) them to escape and go pro that is impressive where where does where's david live what does he live in new york we got to have him on the podcast are you in new york i think I feel like maybe in New York. He's got to come on the podcast and talk about. <laughs> oh, my God. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, you got to come on, Dave. That would um, be fun. And he's also like he's. He knows uh, Ron Paul. Really? Well, wow. and uh, that's pretty neat. And. Uh, I what I'd like to do is. If you're still listening, let's connect soon because we've got this uh campground that i mentioned to you about six months ago that we're working on to make a a wheelchair accessible uh campground and i'd love to get together on that at some point in the near future huh that is interesting huh that is wild yeah so uh what's your bet that was on the balloon What's my bet? Yeah, like what do you what are you betting oh, was on the balloon? What do I think was on it? Yeah, like what was there? Because you know they just oh, shot the man. balloon. The thing is, I think that they destroyed it. Who? That we I think did? we destroyed it. We destroyed whatever was on it. Yeah, I don't think that we're gonna know. But I was talking about the other day. I said, you know, it would be easy to tell if it was a spy or not because of the sensors that were on it. Even if they had it wiped the data you'd still be able to see, oh, like this has a high def camera that can see inside your house from 12 miles up. Like that's spy shit, you know? 
Yeah, I mean, there was, I, you, you know, it's like everything else. You read shit and you don't know it's true. I mean, somebody did say it flew over w- one of our high security areas that you can't oh, see yeah. on satellites. They said, I read something so, that said one of our three uh, missiles, like that, I- yes, ICBM that. fields. Yes. And it's like <laughs> one of the three that you know about. <laughs> first off, <laughs> we still know what's in the submarine station in Seneca Lake, people. Okay. Government. You remember that growing up? Oh, no, you didn't grow up here. You wouldn't have heard it. So when we were kids, like all of our parents always thought that like the thing out in Seneca Lake was like a nuclear. Oh, yeah. Like war. factory. Like everyone's parents. I thought it was. Wasn't it supposed to be where they developed sonar? That is what it. Yeah, it's actually for sonar. uh, Or at least what we know. (laughs) But everyone's parents, because when everyone's parents were younger and they were on their boats, they'd all try to go near it. And I guess they would like chase you off. Turn back now. You're not allowed. (laughs) Or we will fire on you. Shoot shoot a bunch (laughs) of like drunk kids. Like that's Uh, crazy. You know, it, Dave. That. That could be what it was doing. <laughs> Watching the cooking videos. Make sure you all download TikTok. I would be a horrible defense person for the military. They'd be like, there's a balloon over top of our country. We need to stop them. And I'd be like, have you thought about popping it? it? <laughs> can we just like put a pinhole in it and watch it go down? <laughs> like if you can't get out of the way of that little pinhole thing coming down, you're you're done. It's true. So, it's true. Yeah. Especially in Montana. The worst thing you got to worry about right. Montana is a grizzly bear before you do <laughs> hit a bear. <laughs> Unreal. Oh, geez. Thanks, Dave. Take care, sir. Oh, yeah. I, I just, everyone was making such a big deal out of it. No matter what news station I was flipping to, everyone's like, the balloon, the balloon. And I'm like, our satellite radar that we have, whatever, must have detected it. Now, is there anything maybe to they s- thought it was birds or is there anything to say up? it wasn't lifted up off of US soil? I I know nothing. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> you know, that's I what I wonder. Is cause like, do we really think it floated over the Pacific Ocean? Is I mean, I think that's the story, isn't it? Or maybe over the Pacific that maybe they were trying maybe their story is they were trying to collect weather data from over the Pacific. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, well, who's to say it doesn't pop up out of California and come over? You know, I, I don't know. It's just it's so interesting over a balloon. I keep reading all kinds of things. Some people were trying to say they were trying to change the news narrative. Yeah, what are they distracting us from? Yeah, this they they're doing something. It's like, well, we know what they're doing is. I guess every politician has secret documents just hanging at their house. I'm just trying to figure out what defense stocks to buy. <laughs> Like, are we, the thing is what, uh, came over the Aleutian islands to Alaska and then over Canada. Oh, okay. All right. Supposedly. Yes. Yeah. Can we talk Interesting. about, talk about all the document, like Trump had them, Biden had them. Yeah. Now they're going to check, check Pence. Yeah. Well, listen, now they got to check Obama. Like how far back are we going to go? The moment that <laughs> like, I don't know why it took me a second, but when they were talking about Trump doing it, I was like, yeah, well. That that checks out that like <laughs> that makes sense that maybe, you know, whatever, like he, he would have some explanation, but he would just like try to hang on to some shit. But then when when they said Biden had it from when he was vice president, I'm like, I, I just put it together. I was like, oh, yeah, all these people 
that are working with classic classified documents every day. Like you think that they even remember they just like bring the shit home. Maybe they forget to take it back. You know, I think that we're just loose with our information sometimes. And I said, you know what you, you know, what you're going to see next. If they look Obama had them, Bush had them. Bush had them. Oh, everyone. Clinton has I'm them. Sure. Like all these people, like yeah. anybody that's had everyone. access to them and use them on a daily basis to do their job. You know, they got them someplace. If they're, you know, if they haven't thrown them away <laughs> or like, you know what I mean? Not Hillary. Hillary or doesn't have them. them. No, <laughs> she's destroyed. Trust all. Trust me. Hillary doesn't have them. She's destroyed the hard drive. <laughs> that's true, Dave. That is what's going on. These refs, this this sports betting's getting out of control. <laughs> it's true, Phil. I know you don't watch sports, uh, but like, what's going on in that tent is what I want to know. <laughs> like, now you got to give them another third down. <laughs> uh, so when they go to review the play and they put the headphones on and they're like, "All right, the the line is now." <laughs> Oh yeah, two point five. The betting lines. Yeah. It's like you come on, you know better. That that's a real conspiracy there. That's one that I can jump on board with. <laughs> Especially with how ridiculous like some of the games have been. Yeah, just like, oh yeah, somehow you managed to keep it tight in the fourth quarter <laughs> when it was a blowout. <laughs> there was one with basketball not too long ago, and the the line somebody was going to take a beating one of the sports betting companies and this team was up by like 12 points and there's like two seconds left and the team that was up by 12 points shot a three-pointer and smashed it and ruined the bet line for everyone even though the team was already winning (laughs) and everyone's like why did he shoot that Uh, he knew the line yeah (sighs) must have known the line that's crazy but this is the problem with sports betting you can't guarantee anything you couldn't even make the games because what if that guy misses the three right he's not no one's locked in you know like so i saw did you see i saw the last couple minutes of the knicks game last night and they were getting beat like they were it was out of reach and but they hit a three and then with like a tenth of a second left they're down like they can't catch up but with like a tenth of a second left they foul Oh yeah, I'm sure something stupid. <laughs> and they they had to like go back and review it to to make sure that it actually happened before the buzzer. Stop it! Go, everyone, go home. Yeah, we've had enough. They're, the they're on the headphones. Yes, let him shoot. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So I was gonna ask. I I got to stay on the secret documents with you. So as soon as you heard Biden had him, I want to know if you had the same reaction I did. Like, yeah, yeah. Like we know, of course he does. Right, and yeah. then like. We know Pence has them, and we yeah. know this person has them. We know yeah. Hillary doesn't have them. Like I was telling, who else Mary, are we going to prosecute? Like <laughs> you know, like Hillary doesn't have them because uh, I don't want to be killed, right? Say that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Anyway, so I started thinking, when what's it take for everyone to just start saying like the political system is screwy? Let's restart. Well, like what? Where's the line? This is what I've been saying. But where is the line? Where's the line for everybody else to agree with me? Like, where's the line where people will allow it until it's it's too much? I think when it gets to be too much, everybody will double down and and be like, "Please tread harder," you know. Like when it gets to be too much. What what what's the uh, the quote? 
it's easier it's far easier to fool someone than to convince somebody that they've been fooled oh i never heard that okay and I think it's the same thing. Like the, the further you go into it, it's cognitive dissonance, right? The, like the more that you go into something, like there's not a point where you're like, oh shit, like everything that I've built my life around is wrong. No, you're like, no, it can't be wrong because I built my life around it. Like I, I've been paying taxes since I was a kid. So there's no way to live life without them. Like, obviously we have all these regulations for a reason. Like, even if we don't, we we can't we can't give them up now because we've got them, and we obviously did that for a reason. Yeah, you know, the more ridiculous it gets, it's like the heart of darkness. You know, the deeper you go, the more the more evil and crazy it gets, and nobody sees it. You know, <laughs> it's, it's just unless you're some way from the outside and you show up and you're like, "Whoa, I need to get out of here." <laughs> Well, this is not good. This is bizarre. But uh, we can get people the people that are part of it. They're never going to see it. If we can get people rallied up over a fake election that everyone was all fired up about. We can get people rallied over all kind like everything of, you know, even when Trump was elected, the amount of people that rallied to fight it. Yeah. And then when he wasn't, the amount of people that rallied couldn't believe it. Yeah. It's like, and then what happened? What? Why do Nothing. why do all these people get fired up for the small things instead of like we should we should all go and say we want open transparent government. Like all of you should have to show us documents and let yeah. us know. Like yeah, where, where's show that? me the books? Like we want to know what's going on. It's our money. That's what. Um, that's kind of in our county government. We're so open. We really are. Mm -hmm. Like you, yeah. you can see everything from that's the one thing like i was beating up on the legislature a little bit about the building and most of those people mean well mm -hmm. but their beliefs are way different than mine but we're we are so transparent like you can come to a meeting and learn anything about us it's like the, yeah. the big government <laughs> no we don't know anything right we know nothing so i remember you and my friend brian yarrington boo you know you guys were just some of the conversations you two were on i was like what are you guys talking about? Like, I didn't even know half the stuff you're, I still don't even remember half of it because I was yeah. drinking, but like you guys are bringing up some crazy stuff and I'm like, this is insane that we know nothing about this. It's not public. So for anybody who's wondering what that conversation was about, the federal reserve is neither federal nor is it a reserve. I can't believe you remember that you were drinking too. You were sober. I wasn't. But, yeah. <laughs> but it's just something that it's like a quick conversation. You know, yeah. I couldn't even remember it. But I was like, I remember sitting there and being like mind blown. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he actually had a really good way of explaining it. Yeah. Well, he's a history saying, teacher. So saying, hey, you know, like, good. and then and then imagine that we've got this organization that's not part of our government and they control our, our money supply. And we say, OK, well, show us your books. And they say, no. <laughs> and we're like, no, seriously. And they're like, get off my porch or else we won't give you any more money. Right. You know? And uh, anyway, kind of interesting. Well, and that's a, even a big thing with New York State I've seen in the county is you don't really want to piss them off. Right. Because they fund everything through your own money. It's your money still that you're giving to them yeah. that they give back to you. Yeah. But you don't want to piss them off because you're like, 
well, shit. Give our maybe money we, to somebody maybe else. Maybe we won't get our grants. Like for our grants for all the broadband we're doing. Like right. that's all grants through the government, through New York State. Yeah. It's like, what if we just, pissed them off and they just said, eh, screw it, you guys don't and, get any more money. And just like we were talking about earlier, they give you enough that you do want to make it so that you put up with all the things you don't want. Right. And that's that's how our government works. They're great. They're they like give you dealers. they give you just enough. Yeah, they're like <laughs> drug dealers. They give you just enough of what you do want. Yeah. So that you tolerate the other stuff because you're afraid to say something because then you might lose the things that you want. Crazy. And if you keep pursuing it, they just come with guns. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. And kidnap you. Yeah. Did you see I got to get going, but another quick one I read today. Did you see Hochul wants to change some of the gun law she passed? Because yeah. there were some things she overlooked right. in the gun law. She overlooked. So one the of them was... It's totally unconstitutional. Uh, that About having... So there was a Jewish community, church, that were afraid about people targeting them at their, like, events and they didn't feel safe that people couldn't have guns in their is it a synagogue is that the name of it i believe so yeah or temple yeah um and well she said well we'll do a thing so you can have guards outside the the place of worship and that you can also uh police officers ex-police officers are immune to the gun law is going to be one of the things she put up as well. So, yeah, it's insanity. It's all unconstitutional. And now all of a sudden she's like, "Oh, and you can have guns in the Adirondacks and Catskills." Yep. And it's like, "Oh, re- now we can." It's, it's all like, going to be overturned. This hunting season, do you know how many guns were in the Adirondacks, lady? <laughs> like, <laughs> but that was legal because they were involved in hunting. You're right. Yeah, some of them. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of madness, and yeah, d- wasn't it right that, there? What, what's that? Go where? up where I was telling you. And uh, constant. More. And right here. No, I guess maybe it's yeah. up. It's up more where they talk about. Right, is it that one? I don't know. It's a, it's just a lot of madness. Right there. Security guards can be armed outside the place of worship, but technically this law does not specify that they can be hired. She wants to change this. So that's like kind of what I was talking about there is where she's talking about, like where these leaders of the Jewish community are like, yeah. uh, we're not safe. Our, we're, I guess crime against them has gone up huge and they don't feel safe without guns. And she, uh, she, the, the whole thing overlook some things. The said. whole thing's going to be overturned soon. Yeah, it was shot down. Yeah, yeah, it's just the second district holding things up, and the Supreme Court giving them a little bit of deference. Did you see? Uh, and I don't want to keep you forever, but did you see the event, the the incident that happened at the Applebee's up in New Haven? There was a, a Utica guy that was involved. Um, no. New Haven, New York, Applebee's. It's nothing like the <laughs> Waffle House incidents. <laughs> yeah, well, kind of. Oh, so apparently what yeah. happened was this guy was 
um what steak knife what? yeah so this guy was getting belligerent and he started fighting with the employees and then he went behind the uh, bar and grabbed a steak knife and slashed at least one of them in the face and anyway so the incident ended up with this gentleman who was carrying a firearm um telling him to drop the drop the knife and like stay on the floor until the police got there and so the question is you know obviously this guy who was attacking people has gone to jail but the question is what happens about the guy who was the hero the guy who Oh, shit. Was holding him down with a he firearm a that would right. be a felony for him to possess in that location. And so far, what's happened is they haven't named him publicly. Um, there's no evidence that I can find that any charges have been filed. Um, it seems like they're just trying to pretend it never happened because they I don't think they want to charge a hero. I don't like I don't think it would be popular for them to charge this guy. And so I think they're afraid to charge him. But they also don't want people to like think that that's okay to do because they want that to be illegal. So, I haven't heard any updates on it. It's been over 3 weeks, no updates on it. Nobody said whether the guy's going to have any charges. I don't think that he's going to have any charges. I as much as I think that what he did was was good and I'm for it, I kind of wish there were charges just so they could fight it in the courts rather than because I think part of what happens with some of these horrible laws is what they do is they just don't enforce them. So that way people will still like in spirit feel like they have to follow it and the courts don't give it get a chance to overturn it uh, because it's not in court. And nobody has standing. So, like, if that guy got charged, he'd have standing to be able to go fight this law. You don't think he could have used his coping skills and talked him down? I don't know. I don't know. I think <laughs> we, all, we all need to work on our talk, you know, to talk to people a little better. And maybe they won't stab you with knives when they're belligerent. Well, you know, police. Jesse, I know, I know you're joking. <laughs> no, but it's. It is a joke because as soon as that law passed, everyone in New York state is a lot less safe than they ever were. Oh, for sure. But, but there is something to be said for how you treat people and preventing this from ever happening in the first place. And I, I, I'm not saying that it'll never happen, but I'm saying that if we would treat people a little bit better, it'd happen a lot less often. And if we put people in less situations where, um, they were going to get into squirrely situations. I think this would happen a lot less often. Well, there's not much you can do at an Applebee's to stop some guy from going crazy. You think that you they... think that was the first like? You think it just came out of nowhere? All I'm saying is, all I'm saying it's probably a quick heated argument. There were probably some things that led up to that. Yeah, it didn't. It like were you fucking with him? Like. Maybe you weren't. Maybe it's I, I'm not trying to say that it was somebody else's fault other than the guy that was attacking people with a steak knife. But like maybe people could have treated him better this week and he wouldn't have felt that way and and gone that far. 
All mm. I'm saying is it could reduce the incidents if we were a little bit more mindful of how we treat each other. I think you're in charge of your own emotions and you shouldn't have to act or dictate your emotions to make other people happy. There's a there. Yes, I would agree for the most that seems part. Very you're socialist. Like, oh, you're... I got to be nice to everyone. So they're good people. It's like, no, as long as I'm being civil and doing myself, I shouldn't have to treat be people a certain way yeah i don't know i think if somebody calls you a piece of shit every day and make sure that and and you know like you you're already in a tough situation maybe you don't have enough to eat whatever and then every day somebody's like you know degrading you there's going to be a point where you're gonna you're gonna blow up right i'm not saying that that happened in this situation i'm just saying that if we treat people better and if we give them a little bit more tools for coping that we're going to be in a situation where a lot less people go off the deep end because they're going to feel like they're safe. They're going to feel like they're respected and that their life is worth living. That's all I'm saying. In some cases. Yeah. And then there's also some cases where, uh, it's a heat of the moment. It's zero oh, totally. of anything to do with totally. any of that. Yeah, I'm not saying that. That, yeah. but even in the heat of the moment, people who feel safe and confident handle their emotions better. Sure, unless alcohol is involved, and <laughs> people are. I mean, alcohol just changes you chemically. Yeah, like you, you're not even the same person. Yeah, technically, a lot of times. So I don't know. I, I'm more of a. Let's give people guns. So when people totally. lose their yeah. damn mind i'm let's, not against uh, that let's and then i'm also against make telling people to treat people a certain way yes you should be civil there are laws about how you talk to people there is harassment there is things where people can pursue them i'm not and, trying to make a law or force anybody no to treat i'm just people. saying, I'm just saying there's look, already something if you treat to people stop better that. then you're so. less likely to be the target <laughs> well, that's right that's probably you know why. like if you're not a jerk then you know and honestly you know what care about the people around you if you care about the people around you and you you know look out for them and treat them with dignity things are just going to be a lot better the whole world will be better see it yeah i just people fly off the handle all the time it's crazy i don't know crimes just crazy right now and we just keep making it crimes, harder crimes way down right now and making it harder to protect ourselves crime to... crime is way down crimes way down or is it because it's not getting people aren't getting any charges no crime is way down from like last year maybe it's just certain places yeah i don't know i don't have that i can't show that right now but yeah um NYPD. It was. They're saying it's up. Everybody wants it to be up. Over a twenty-four point seven percent increase of arrests for major felonies. Yeah. Anyway, so, maybe it's up. Maybe it's down. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure I'm right. I. Yeah. It's. It's definitely up. And then they keep restricting laws for people to protect themselves. So. That I agree. Yeah. Uh, we need to. We need to let people have a chance and give them. The ability to have the great equalizer. <laughs> the great equalizer. That's exactly what it is. So, yeah, crazy. We'll, we'll see. Uh, hopefully, hopefully that gets shot down soon so everyone can feel safe and good. At least you can have a gun in your home still, right? Yeah. For now. 
or or <laughs> for now or guns <laughs> <laughs> for now we'll see everyone will be defending themselves with hammers <laughs> Paul Pelosi. <laughs> Everyone will have to have a hammer to fight back. Did you so. see that video? I did. What? It's actually, it's actually made me sick when I watched it because I watched the whole thing, and when that guy hit him, it made me sick to my stomach. Yeah, yeah. And like, I used to joke about it, and then I watched the video, and I was like, "That's not a joke. That guy, yeah, that guy is crazy. That attacked that man. Oh, for sure. Woo. Scary. Yeah, not good. Yeah, not good. All right. Hey, all right, guys. See you later. Have a great Sunday. Who's there? It's rare. Who's there? It's rare. Come fill your time. This pot's for all. From the finger lakes, join in the call. Learn something new about the Tuca Trail of State New York. Every episode of Tap. Who's there? It's rare. Who's there? It's rare. It's rare. Do it with everyone. It's pretty bad. Really.